Chapter 1 The pain that came so briefly, and that was to change my life so dramatically, commanded only my fleeting attention. I'd cleared away the water glasses, coffee cups, and discarded notepads from the small conference table in the office. Then I left the memorandum of the afternoon's meeting and the agenda for tomorrow on the leather-inlaid desk, glancing around the expensive but tasteful office. I assured myself that everything was once again in order, then slipped out of the office and back to my own desk. In the three months I had been private secretary to the president and general manager, Paul C. Damien, I had loved every minute of it. He was one of the new breed, dynamic, shrewd, and handsome with the intensity of a caged animal. More than once in his office, I had studied the framed photograph of his attractive wife and envied her the glamorous, busy life she must share with her husband. I closed out a couple of files on my computer, turned it off, and glancing at my watch now reading just after five, I grabbed my coat and handbag and hurried to the elevators. In those few moments, waiting for the car to ascend to the fifteenth floor, I felt a dull pain in my chest. It seemed centered near my heart, and in a second I considered and then dismissed a cardiac problem. I was young, thirty-three, and in good health. Perhaps just a difficult day, or days, or weeks. I sighed. Probably just need some time to rest and catch up on... What? Life? The elevator arrived and my thoughts were dismissed. By the time I reached home through the rainy streets and rush hour traffic, it was already dark. I carried two grocery bags up the steps and into our townhouse. Somewhere from the basement, Michael called. Hi, sweetheart. Home already? With a touch of irritation, I glanced at the kitchen clock. Twenty past six. The empty oven told me that he had again forgotten. Opening the fridge door, the chicken sat sullenly in its coffin of potatoes and carrots, where I had placed it in the morning, ready to be cooked. It would be two hours before we could eat. Why did I bother to ask Michael to do even the smallest thing, such as put the dinner in the oven, or pay the phone bill, or change the bulb in the porch light that had burned out two weeks ago? With the best of intentions, he would start out on a Saturday morning for a gallon of paint and some putty, only to return several hours later with a book he had bought, as pleased as he could be the paint and the putty long forgotten.